Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South City's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. If you're interested in learning more, visit our website at southcities.church. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hey. We're back in the sunny corner room here at South City's Church, where it's marginally warmer than the remainder of the building because it's a warm day. It's like 42 degrees or something. Hallelujah. The White Witch's face has been chewed off by Aslan and spring has arrived. It's 37, but okay. Oh, it's 37. I thought it was 42. This is the high today. <laughs> Fact checker. <laughs> so guys, are there any movies you've seen recently that you would recommend to our South City's congregation? Nope. <laughs> no. This was all the pre-conversation before the podcast started. The problem for me is that by the time we're watching a movie at night, I'm very tired. And so I'm, I'm going in and why, out. Why are you tired, Dave, at night? Just stuff. Uh, so going in and out of consciousness a little bit and therefore don't feel confident to recommend <laughs> anything to anybody because I just don't know that I remember things I shouldn't recommend. It's fair. It's a wise pastoral practice. Mm. Nick, Stacy, anything you'd recommend, anything you've seen recently you've enjoyed and pass on to others in such a public way? Okay. Mm. Keep that in mind. Ethan, have you seen anything? You're not mic'd, but you know you can shout it out. Mm. No. Boy, this is riveting, Daniel. I, this is <laughs> I couldn't get through the first Avatar, so the second one is like, I don't think so. First Avatar gave me a headache, but it might have been the 3D glasses. Not sure. Was it was that the movie that John Piper said was boring in a sermon, and it like went viral? Probably. Avatar. Is Avatar. Boring. God, Avatar is boring. God yeah. isn't boring. Avatar is boring. Yeah, I think that was it. Probably. I think we recently watched through all the Mission Impossible movies again with our teens. And are looking forward to the new one coming out this summer. I know. Well, there is a new one. Okay. Yes. That's exciting. With an really amazing stunts by Tom Cruise, of course. Mm. Yeah. Or holding on to. Well, we are continuing our conversation about the greatest stuntman of all time. Oh. Who's and that, who Daniel? That Actually, I'm not sure this works. <laughs> I'm really interested to see where you're going with that. First half of Genesis is just filled with stunts. That would have been a better drama, definitely drama. drama. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, if Genesis was turned into a movie, would you recommend it to our congregation? No. I think that would. I don't know. Depend it would have to age. be rated. There was yeah. a Genesis movie created during like the '50s, when it was like the season of like. Uh, um, you know, all of those classic Cecil B. DeMille and all those other Bible movies getting made, like Ten Commandments, et cetera. Mm. There was a movie, I think, called Genesis. Oh, really? It, like, starts with creation and ends with, like, lots, um, like Sodom and Gomorrah getting annihilated. Like, wow. Very, uh, it's not a great one <laughs> that I remember very well. Well, last week we talked about the theme, not the themes of Genesis, but just like topics in Genesis. And this week we're talking about the story so far in Genesis because this last Sunday 
we were back in Genesis, right, Dave? And you we were. didn't recap all of Genesis. You recapped three chapters in Genesis. Why, uh, why recap those three chapters instead of like Genesis 1 through 11 or others? Uh, there's just a lot there. Uh, there's a lot of themes that are foundational, I think, set up the rest of the, the book and really the rest of the Bible. So it seemed good to just camp out there for a little while. Even, honestly, that even felt pretty rushed. I, I was going to try to get through 1 to 25, and then as I was continuing on, I just realized I couldn't do it. And mm. just too much there, too much good stuff there. So when you see a negative 5 in red up on the screen, yeah. does that make you panic? Or are you just like, ah, it's fine, people deal with it? There are times when I just think... People don't know what that means. Well, yeah, you shouldn't even tell people about that because then they're going to start looking for the negative numbers. I generally go, oh, that's a, that's one way I could do it. And uh, more I can just, you don't you know, see it as a big negative to your preaching. <laughs> no, I don't see it as like a scorecard. <laughs> Check the score, Satan. Negative five. Negative five. Nope. So this week, I don't know what else you want me to say about so this it. week. You're, I generally don't look at it. So Genesis four through twenty five this week. Hopefully, yeah, 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 yeah give or take something yeah. like that. What, I mean, just what is the story thus far in Genesis? If you were to summarize it in a sentence or two, you'd say. What? Are you going through twenty six this week? Yeah, but he's talking about just what I'm reviewing. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. like you're doing up a to recap. This far. You're doing a recap of four to twenty five in like ten minutes, and then you're gonna. Preach 10 more minutes on 26. Yeah, so I can stay in the positive. Yeah, that's what I thought. I want a score of 20 this Check week. the score, Satan. Check the score. So wh- how would you summarize Genesis thus far? Dave and Ethan are over here having their little sidebar <laughs> off the microphone. Probably pick it up unless Ethan removes it. How would you summarize Genesis so far, Nick? Well... Are you, okay, are you talking about the part that he preached on last week or the part that's coming up this week? Yes. Okay. So God creates creation. It's very good. And God he creates, creates man creation. in order to be have fellowship, okay. to be in God's place, enjoying God's presence. But then sin happens and the fall happens and ruins all of that. And then uh, we are... The God's place and God's presence with God's people is fractured. It's not mm. the way it's supposed mm. to be. But then there's the promise of the coming seed who will crush Satan and bring redemption, bring ultimate redemption and restore that, what we call the, the covenant triangle, mm. God's people and God's presence in God's place. And then the rest of Genesis is following that line of promise. And so is this going to be him? Is this going to be the seed? And there's all these little um, little atoms, right? Little sons of God that come. Little Adam, right? Sounds like a rapper name. Following the line of promise and the tension builds. Is this the one? Is this the one? And they all fall short, right? But they're all pointing past themselves to the coming ultimate seed, the coming uh, savior who will restore that. So yeah, yeah. that's the general. So fill that out, Stacy and Dave. Where is... Uh... How do we know that, you know, who are, who are the types of Adam or the, the people that we see in Genesis so far that like you might 
be drawn to and say as a reader, like, hey, is this the one who's going to relieve us from the curse? Like, who, which figures in the first half of Genesis are, are those? Well, it starts with Seth. Eve says, mm, yeah. yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten a man. Starts with Cain. Well, that's true. That's when she says, I've gotten a man. Oh, yeah. And then Seth comes later as a replacement. Right. Abel. Yeah, that's five. Four. So I've gotten a man in four. Seth comes in five. And they, actually in five, too, it restates the image of God stuff, which is a really good pointer. That's what we're still looking for. So someone made in the image. And then you actually, I think. Stop and explain that a second. What What's in five <laughs> that's the, the explainer yeah. and the pointer? So I think it's in, I'm trying yeah. to place it exactly, but I think it's in the very beginning of Genesis 5. This is, yeah, this is the book of the generations of Adam. That's to Nick's point about following this line of offspring. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. And then uh, the days of Adam, or no, uh, the next verse, when Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth, which I think is pointing us to... God is still doing what he said he was going to do in chapter one. He's going to keep doing that. And so now there's both this, hey, your image bearers to represent uh, God's goodness and beauty. And we're looking now on top of that for this promised offspring. So there's kind of two Mm -hmm. themes uh, that are layering on top of each other. I think that's why genealogies are here uh, in Genesis. We've talked about that a bunch of times, just that they are there to help us see, follow this in actual history, in real time, in real space. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to your, to your point, uh, some of the types we get, this genealogy kind of takes us from Seth to Noah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else is going crazy and sinning and it's getting worse and worse. And Noah walked with God, a righteous man, blameless in his generation. That's Genesis 6, 9. And uh, we get these pictures of safety uh, in God, in the ark, going through the waters of judgment, as it were, and preserving the line of promise. Noah really takes us all the way um, with that. And, and the Noahic covenant preserves uh, that God's going to keep working, right? He promises, I'm not going to destroy the earth. So that means that God's going to keep pursuing his people. It's kind of the, the covenant under all the other covenants that's foundational for, I'm going to keep my creation here. Um, covenant of grace? I don't know if I'd say it quite like that, but I get what you're getting at. Um, and then we follow... That line all the way to really Abraham. So there's a couple more genealogies that get us to Abraham. God sends Abraham out. And then in 15 and 18 and 22, we really see God kind of confirm and reconfirm in uh, his, this covenant with Abraham uh, that he's going to bless him and make a blessing to the nations. Uh, so those are, those are really the types we've seen so far. We just got to, we just got to Isaac. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca, right before we finished up, and Jacob and Esau were just born in the very last sermon we did last September or August. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. And so that's kind of where we're at. So, so we, Isaac would probably kind of be the next one that would kind yeah. of point us that way. Yep. So what are the clues we have for each of these various people? So you've got Cain, you've got Seth, you mentioned Noah, you've got Abraham, um, you know, where you're about to do Isaac. What are the clues that just like, these can't be the ones to, you know, relieve us of the curse of the ground. Like, why are they failures in various ways? Because they all sin a lot. 
Genesis. I does. mean, it's really clear that Gen- the author of Genesis, Moses, is not presenting them as the one because he's not afraid to show their sin. Yeah, which is a really mm-hmm. compelling, you know, at least to me, argument for like the authenticity of what we're studying here is because the Bible is not trying to show these people as amazing examples of yeah. mm-hmm. this is how you should live, Par- right? Paragons of right. virtue. They yeah. are not. Yeah. And it, we show them in their, you know, in their sin because they're not, they're not the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just a biblical example of, oh, this is a great example. You should live like Abraham. Yeah, yeah. You should live like Isaac. No, they're pointing past themselves to right. the one who's coming because they're such failures. Right. Right. <laughs> None of them were able to do what was mm-hmm. required right. to yep. save, uh, well, to save creation, really. Yeah. And so there's constantly a pointing forward, 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 past, you know, each of them yep. to something else. So, which by the time we get to the end of Genesis, we get like severe like pointers and like explicit clues. Um, but in the middle of Genesis, it's a bit more implicit uh, at this point. Any other reflections on Genesis? Things that you've appreciated about just like reading Genesis this way, which I think is, again, the intention of the author, like as opposed to like, you know, hey, like last week, we were talking about all these various topics. Sometimes people want to dive into Genesis as, um, you know, and juxtapose it against things, you know, out in culture, like Genesis account of origins versus other people's accounts of origins, which all could be very useful apologetically or otherwise but it's not what Genesis is about. Was there a question in there? I'm yeah. Sorry. Why <laughs> do you appreciate, why do you appreciate this way of doing Genesis or what has been stood out to you? Enjoyable to you. It just, it hits home to me every time that we talk about this is that it's just setting up the whole biblical storyline. So it's just, it's so foundational to everything that comes after because the point is Jesus. And so if, if we really believe that the Old Testament, you know, is worth reading for us in the new covenant because it's pointing to Christ and yep. it's all about him, yep. this is just, it's laying the groundwork and it's showing yep. how it's all going to point to him. Yeah. Um, so you really have to understand this to get what the rest of the Bible is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. foundational. Mm-hmm. Well, looking forward to hearing more. Uh, Genesis. What is the what is the plot uh, ahead for us, Dave? Like, how long are we going to take to get through Genesis? Is that like end of the summer? Uh, if we kind of keep up at the pace I have it planned right now, it's about the end of July. End of July. Hmm. Okay. So Early August and July. Okay. So, and then just new things afoot in the fall. Very <clears throat> bullish. New things afoot in the fall. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Here's hoping. Genesis to Revelation. Thanks, guys.